This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Right now, this song pertains to the Carolina Hurricanes power play. Canes are 7-1-3 in their last 11, and in that stretch, they have scored at least one, at least two power play goals in seven of those games and have a 40, was it 42.5% success rate with the man advantage. That is bananas. Corey Lavalette, North State Journal and The Athletic at Corey Lav on Twitter joins us now on the Adam Gold Show. Um, I know you wrote for The Athletic that we are starting to see the team that we all thought would compete for the Stanley Cup. Can I respectfully say I haven't seen that team yet? You can be one. I think right now, though, this is the team that we've gotten used to the last two or three years. I think they're, you know, the five-on-five play maybe hasn't been right as good. But in a sense, it hasn't had to be just because your style changes when you get up two goals really quick on teams, I think. You know, you... Um, we've seen so many leads blown in the NHL mm-hmm. this year that I think teams are starting to get more cognizant of maybe we tighten up a little bit, uh, even with an early two-goal lead. Corey Lavalette joining us here on the Adam Gold Show, and that's really where I was getting to, is that, and I, so I asked this question, I guess it was on Wednesday. Uh, what is th- today's Thursday? Yes, I guess that would be yesterday. We can even call it Wednesday yesterday. Um, if I had told Hurricanes fans uh, back around Thanksgiving that the best stretch of results all season long would be built on great goaltending and the best power play on earth, what would you have said? And I think everybody would have laughed, right? Well, it's because they hired a power play coach, right? <laughs> Isn't yeah. that- Yes. Isn't that what we've been hearing scream from the rooftops exactly. for, four se- for four seasons? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, probably to the detriment of my clicks, I'm, I think, one of the more patient you people are. out there. And my thinking on power plays has always been, as long as you're middle of the road mm-hmm. and you're not just absolutely dreadful, and I know that it can look absolutely dreadful some nights when your team goes 0 for 5 or 0 for 6, but that happens to everyone. Um, you have the capability of getting hot. And, you know, that's what happened in 2006. That power play was not very good. Now, they had a ton of opportunities coming out of the lockout, but uh, they got hot in the playoffs. And, you know, you'd be foolish to think the Hurricanes are going to continue at this clip. (laughs) Um, However, if they can continue to be a team that converts at 20% the rest of the way or 22% the rest of the way, that's good enough, and it changes the whole dynamic of who you are as a team, I think. Um, as for the goaltending, I mean, I expected a big year of goaltending. I just didn't expect it to be the guy we're seeing it from, mm-hmm. and um, the penalty kill makes such a big difference in that, right? Like, yeah. I think Kachekov gave up. I, I had it in my story today on The Athletic, but Kachekov gave up, I think, four power play goals in his first three starts, and since then he's given up two. And wow. that, you know, some of that's the goaltending, but it's also just an elite, elite penalty kill. Yeah, the penalty kill over the last, uh, since the Tampa, since the game against Tampa Bay, 
where they allowed four out of five. Uh, the pow- the penalty kill, I believe, is 53 for their last 57, is it? I yep, think- that's what I have. Yep, I think 93%, I think, is where they're at. I mean, that is just a staggering, staggering number. Uh, yes, and Kachetkov has been great and included uh, are, of, the, of the goals that he has allowed lately in his last nine starts, seven of the starts, two goals or fewer. One of the goal, one of the games where he allowed three was the two garbage goals late against uh, against Vegas in a 6-3 win, which was a 6-1 game until, you know, was it a bad goal? I don't really even care at this point. The game was over. Um, and one of the goals he allowed was a save. I'm, you're, nobody's going to convince me that that, go, that was a goal in Toronto. I don't care. That was a great save that, for some reason, counts as a goal. How did you see that play, by the way? Yeah, you know, I saw the very last replay they had of it, which is something that it's kind of funny. You know, the, the NHL is still, I think, behind the times a little bit, well, on several things. But <laughs> um, with the way they utilize replay in, uh, in, in broadcasts, because you'd like the teams to have access to everything the officials have access to so that you're giving the fans an idea of what's going on. It doesn't seem right. like a mystery uh, every time. But, um, yeah, that last view, I think, kind of showed that it went in, But okay. um, which is a shame because that's like, you know, save of the century type stuff. It was just an incredible save. Here's my, my uh, sort of halfway joking uh, sign that the, we are seeing the real Hurricanes. The third period in New York on Tuesday night was, I would argue, their best period of the last two months. Um, they were on top of the Rangers from start to finish. They kill off the power play. Uh, they score right after that with Jalen Chatfield shot through a screen and Jordan Martinuk uh, being an elite player in front. Svechnikov with the neutral zone steal and his and his goal. They put the game away in the first three minutes of the third period and then sat on the Rangers. But it also featured maybe the two worst power plays of the entire season. So maybe they are getting back to being the real Hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you lose your... I think you lose your edge a little yeah. bit when you're up by a lot, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. You know, there was a, the, the phrase I like to use is kind of that step on your neck yep. feeling to that third period and to do it against a team that's been so good this year. And, you know, frankly, the Rangers have surprised me. I, I, I wasn't a huge believer in the roster as it's constructed, but they've gotten some contributions out of guys that I maybe didn't expect, especially on defense. Um, you know, to do what they've done, even with Adam Fox out for a bit, mm-hmm. uh, has been impressive. But, um, you know, Igor Shesterkin hasn't been great this year. Right. You know, I think right now he and Kachetkov are pretty much neck and neck in save percentage. And we all know how Kachetkov's season started, you know, how really yeah. how every Hurricanes goalie season started. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's impressive when you can take the best team in the league, a team that has had a lot of comebacks or one of the better teams in the league anyway, and really just suffocate them and kind of just crush the will uh, on their home ice, a place at, at a place where the Hurricanes have had nightmares over the last, God, I don't know, what are we going to say, two decades? <laughs> um, yeah. So just, uh, yeah, just a, a great uh, assertive, I guess, statement uh, in the third period there. Although I will say that Pyotr Kachetkov has pretty good memories of Madison Square Garden. He's won big games there, which... Yep. 
has been, uh, I mean, maybe that's kind of the outlier. I get, in terms of the overall, you know, series between uh, these two rivals, uh, it certainly has been the outlier. Uh, let me ask you real quick about practice today. Uh, Martin Natchez had a collision with Dimitri Orloff and kind of uh, slumped back into the locker room. You say Steph Nason wasn't there. What about, so give me a kind of an update as best you can on Natchez, Nason, and Jesper Faust, who's missed the game, a couple of games. Yeah, so Jesper Faust uh, skates in the locker room, had tape on them that said, do not pack. So he will not be going to Washington. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, Stephen Nathan just not feeling well, according to Rod Brindamore. Okay. I don't know if that's a continuation of the bug that has run through right. this team and the state and the country. In my house, yes. He, he was not feeling well, so... Rod said, you know, we'll see how he feels tomorrow. Hopefully good to go. Uh, and then, yeah, the nature's thing is the maybe the most concerning out of those uh, items because uh, he left the ice and then went to the locker room. It looked like his shoulder was iced up. He was kind of favoring his, his right arm a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Rod said that he, uh, he was better once he was in the locker room. You know, maybe the, the sting of it all had worn off. Right. But we'll see what, uh, what his status is for tomorrow. And, with with Foss already out, they're at twelve forwards, and if Mason can't go and or Natchez can't go, suddenly you're down to ten. And so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they make a call and have somebody uh, waiting to to you know play if needed. You know, and I think that would be the silly Potomaroff if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see what happens with uh, you know with Mason and and Natchez. I would I would imagine Mason will probably play. He's a gamer. Yeah. Unless he gets unless he gets worse, and then um, the Natchez thing, we'll see if he uh, you know how bad this is, and and you know if they want to be careful with it or if they want to let him play through it. All right. Final thing and. I mean, I noticed the first game out of the holiday break, uh, I looked at the lines, and it's the game in Nashville. It was the first time that we that Rod Brindamore had written uh, SAT line on uh, on the top of the chart. Uh, Svechnikov, Aho, Teravainen, all fans have been like, oh, wait, oh, it's a thing. It's And it's never been a productive line at five-on-five. Five. I don't know that it has been great at five-on-five. Five. It actually has been productive. As a five-on-five trio, they have scored. They have been on the the ice anyway as a trio for three goals uh, in the what four games since the return, which is more frequently than they were before. Um, but what have you seen from that, and has it really helped the power play too? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Well, I, first of all, I think we're seeing Andrei Svechnikov not only return to the player he was, but maybe even blossom a little bit. And, uh, you know, the one-timer that he didn't really have in his first few seasons has become a weapon, mm-hmm. particularly on the power play. Uh, but that line, you know... I think it's been good. You know, they had a chance to score early uh, against the Rangers and just 
you know, Shesterkin yeah. made a great save on that pass by Aho to Svechnikov. Um, Aho's so good, and they're both. The thing about both of them is they can both score and they can both pass. And then Teravainen actually hasn't put up almost any points. It reminds me of last year when, and we've talked about this at length, when Svechnikov and Natchez were being centered by Kokinemi, and those two were rolling up points, and Kokinemi was, you know, on the line but not getting anything. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what's happened to Teravainen right now is he's not collecting really many points at all in this flourish of you know Aho and Svechnikov just kind of dominating. But yeah, I mean it, it it hasn't worked in the past, but if it can, you suddenly have a really really dangerous top line, I think. And it's not like it's at the expense of the other lines because we're seeing contributions all the way uh, through the lineup right now. So. Uh, that's exciting if you're Rod Brindamore and you're the Hurricanes front office to see those two start to click because I don't know that Svechnikov has ever had anybody he's really, really fully clicked with. Right. Uh, and if he can click with Ajo, you know, I think you're looking at a guy who's going to be a perennial 40-goal guy just because of how good Ajo is and how much talent Svechnikov has. Yeah, if those guys really click together um... – because they they do they should fit well, right? They really should fit well together. We've been looking for a physical presence on the side on the you know the w- whether it's to the right or to the left of uh, we've been looking for somebody like that, uh, which is why you go back a few years and uh, we had uh, who was the guy from uh, from Calgary? Why am I drawing right, up uh, Michael Furland. Michael Furland? Right, we're looking at that. We thought Michael Bunting would be there this year, looking for a physical presence if it can be. Andrei Svechnikov, you get the best of all worlds. It would be awesome to see that work. Uh, we're going to be home for a while, Corey. I don't know if you remember how to do that, uh, but we're going to spend about, what, uh, 11 of 12 games at PNC Arena starting on Saturday. Be ready. Yeah. I'll see a lot of you in person instead of just uh, on the phone. So. I apologize. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you so much. All right. Be well, Adam. Happy New Year. You too. Corey Lavalette, North State Journal and The Athletic, at Corey Love on Twitter. Here's the thing. I want the Hurricanes to be the Hurricanes. Me too. And much like three-point shooting is not the, it's not the best, of, I want to say this right, teams that build leads and win games based on three-point shooting, unless we're talking about an NBA team, right? It's not necessarily sustainable for the Hurricanes, who are not. I know what the numbers are telling us now, but we all know they are not one of those elite power play teams. The hot streak born out of that is probably not sustainable, but that's where I go back to the third period against the Rangers, which looked very much like Hurricanes hockey. Straight down to the two absolutely horrific power plays. Those two power plays were so bad that it made you laugh. But the five-on-five play for 20 minutes, that was awesome. And that's what we want to see. The Hurricanes getting back to that five-on-five play. The goaltending has been great, too. Um, Still have, back of my mind, things that I can't unsee. But we'll see. Uh, I did love what I saw in the third period in New York. Now Carolina's got to go beat the uh, the Capitals tomorrow in D.C. 
because Washington is one of those teams that's been plucky. And remember, they came to Raleigh a few weeks ago and beat Carolina in a shootout yeah. 2-1. Can't have that. Let's not go to shootouts. Let's, I don't mind going to shootouts. Just I don't want to do it. <laughs> I, but, but I would rather beat the Capitals in regulation. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.